Hi, I'm John Galvan, Director of Catechetical Assessments for NCEA. The gospel of Jesus Christ motivates everything we do in our Catholic school communities, but how do we know where our students and their teachers stand when it comes to their knowledge of the faith? With NCEA's ACRE and IFG assessment tools, you can gather data on your students' and teachers' religious knowledge and attitudes and make data-driven decisions about what is being taught in your classrooms. Based on the four pillars of the Catechism, these multi-layer assessments reflect the USCCB's mission for education and Christian discipleship. To learn more about the ACRE IFG assessments, visit www.nceaifg.com. Welcome to the NCEA podcast. I'm your host, Colleen McCoy-Sika. Today, my guest is a principal from the Diocese of Phoenix. Her name is Christine Tax. And in the Diocese of Phoenix, Christine has done a, a lot of different things. She actually you know, went to school here uh, her whole life. So she's Catholic educated in the diocese. And then she started her, she did some uh, youth ministry and then she did some teaching and then she became a preschool director and an elementary principal and has worked in a handful of schools here in, in the diocese. And what I would say um, stands out the most to me about Christine Tax is that she's always on the cutting edge of innovation. And so I invited her here today to talk about some of the incredible partnerships that she has that she has formed and maintained throughout her years in teaching and leadership and how she leverages those relationships with these higher Catholic higher education entities um, to help her schools move forward and to continue to grow as a leader and a professional herself. So Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Colleen, for having me. It's great to be here. And I know that today you are actually on site at the University of Notre Dame, is that right? That is correct. I'm coming to you from South Bend, Indiana on the campus of Notre Dame. (laughs) How exciting. It's a great place to be in the summertime. It is. Not so much in the winter, but definitely, definitely this time of year. So yes. Well, let's let's actually start with Notre Dame. I know that you have a uh, a long history, um, you know, for a lot of different reasons with Notre Dame. So why don't you talk a little bit about your connection with um, the LEI and with the if the, and the ACE program, if you would like to, and talk about how the partnerships uh, that you have maintained throughout the years have um, you know helped you in your leadership positions and helped the schools that you've worked in. Yeah, so um, as you said, I have a long history with the University of Notre Dame and in particularly the ACE program. Um, So when I was just uh, started my career in Catholic education in the youth ministry aspect at St. John Vianney, which is a school um, in the western part of Phoenix, uh, we had ACE teachers that served at our school. Um, And those teachers were getting their master's degree through the University of Notre Dame, living in community and living in service through our school. Um, And so through that program, I became introduced to um, the University of Notre Dame and all the initiatives that they have to offer when it comes to Catholic education. Um, So as I progressed in my career and moved up to administration, um, the Latino Enrollment Institute became um, something that I was very interested in. We were a school um, at the time that 
our enrollment was declining. Um, and so we reached out to the University of Notre Dame to partner with them in this program. Um, and this particular program uh, works with schools across the country that are looking to grow their enrollment, particularly um, with Latinos, since statistics show us that is the future of our church, um, making sure that we open our doors, create a culture of belonging, um, and really welcome all students into our schools um, being culturally sensitive to uh, the Latino culture and all the cultures that we serve. Um, so I started with LEI. Um, I went through it as a school, um, and then the next year they asked me to come back on as a mentor, um, and now I have the privilege of leading schools through this initiative across the country. Um, we're now in our 10th year, um, and through that we've, we've kind of grown into bigger programs, uh, or other programs, I should say, um, whether it's uh, English as a new language or there's some special education initiatives, um, lots of different programs that are there to serve administrators, teachers, and students in Catholic education. The impact that the University of Notre Dame has had through these programs uh, on the Diocese of Phoenix, just since, and I've been here in the diocese for nine years, um, you know, just to, when you think about that, it's really incredible, you know, going back to uh, Father Joe Corpora and his uh, his work out there in the West Valley at St. John Vianney, and, um, you know, now Kevin Baxter is leading, um, you know, ASAP Notre Dame, and I, I believe his daughter was an ACE teacher here, so it, there's that impact. And then our, our partners in the PI program, Christy Von Figlio and Abby Giroux, um, just knowing how many of our people here in Phoenix have gone through the PI program and then continue to bring that legacy of Notre Dame, you know, into our Catholic schools here. Um, it's great that you are kind of embedded in the structure. So you, you're there, Christine, um, you're present, are you presenting on something at the LEI? Yes. So I presented this, these past couple days on, um, marketing, development, and advancement, and how to make sure that uh, you are moving your school forward, not just doing fundraisers, but advancing your school forward in all the initiatives that you're trying to accomplish. So I did present a couple times, and I also have a group that I will follow for the next year and mentor them, a group of principals from around the country, um, and we'll meet once a month, and I will help train them on best practices. That's awesome. That's awesome that you do that. Um, so that so your work then gets to uh, you know impact Catholic education in all pockets of the country. So that must feel good. Yeah. So, um, but you know we're we're so blessed to have you though here in the Diocese of Phoenix, and you know you've always been such an impressive leader here. So it, it doesn't surprise me at all that you're having that that widespread impact. So let's let's talk. Let's kind of you know move right into the partnership that you also have with Boston College. Talk a little bit about your partnership with Boston College when that was established, and then how you are using that partnership to leverage um, you know impact on your current school. Yeah. So um, the current school that I'm at, which is St. Matthew Catholic School in Phoenix, Arizona, um, I just finished my first year there. Um, we are the only dual language Catholic school in the state of Arizona. Um, and we are in a partnership with Boston College through their um, twin network, which is their uh, English or their, their two-way immersion program that they offer. Um, so we are partnered with schools from around the country um, with leadership out of Boston College 
all schools that are either dual language schools or immersion schools. Um, and that started at St. Matthew about six years ago. Um, but St. Matthew was actually doing dual language before we even got partnered with them. But because we believe in partnerships and the value of them, we knew we needed help and we knew that we needed to take it to the next level. So this partnership with Boston College really helped us do that. Um, so we gather as a co kind of a cohort um, every summer at Boston College. Um, we go through a leadership retreat um, and now we go through a virtual staff uh, training because of COVID, they, they kind of moved it to a virtual platform. Um, so I get to be trained as an administrator, then my staff gets to be trained as staff of a dual language school. And then every month we have monthly Zoom calls um, to collaborate with schools around the country um, in our same program to continue our expertise and, and to find where our strengths are and the areas that we need to grow. Talk a little bit about the benefits of collaboration because, and I, we're going to talk about this a little bit more when we get to the LMU uh, partnership as well. But just thinking about the importance of and the, the benefits of being able to collaborate with people, uh, you know, in different parts of the country. Can you talk about the benefits of collaboration uh, in terms of this partnership with Boston College? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say that um, education over the last two years has not been easy. Um, every teacher has had a really hard go, um, especially with COVID. So I think first and foremost, collaboration, there's so, so much power in that, just coming together for a common purpose and a common goal. Um, and just kind of having a little bit of a relief to say, Oh, you're struggling too. How can we how can we work together to make this better? Um, so that has really been helpful just to say, oh, you're doing this. Uh, we're going to do this with you. And so um, kind of that power of uh, solidarity um, is is really important, I think, especially with what our teachers have been through over the last few years. Um, and I really do think that teachers are the best teachers. Um, it is so important for our teachers to learn from other teachers, our administrators to learn from other administrators. Um, it's it's important that they're seeing how things are done in different parts of the country um, and how they can kind of help and form each other. Um, and then, of course, when we're doing, you know, uh, specific professional development, we're working on a topic, I mean, we may be learning together, um, but that conversation, that collaboration is, I think, some of the most fruitful parts of any PD or any um, professional development you can have. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it, it's great to be able to, you know, just even to kind of get outside of um, your own geographical space and, and really partner with people and see what's going on in other places. It, it just really impacts your growth professionally. So that's fantastic. Yeah, and it, one more thing I can just add is that it makes a difference because we are the only dual language Catholic school in the state of Arizona. Mm -hmm. So yep. we don't have somebody that we can call and say, hey, do you want to go for lunch and talk about these topics? So this is really critical to the work that we do um, because we are somewhat alone um, geographically in our own state. Uh, we have this opportunity to reach people we wouldn't be able to. Yeah, that makes sense. That's great. So kind of going along those same lines, we're thinking, you know, I mentioned 
the importance of collaboration. And I think that the partnership that, that you've been able to establish with Loyola Marymount, um, really one of the biggest benefits of that collaboration or of that partnership is the collaboration piece. But you kind of um, started things here locally before that, that partnership got established throughout the diocese. So can you talk a little bit about the partnership, uh, the blended learning partnership that you have with Loyola Marymount, how that got started and, and the benefits of, of that partnership as well. Okay, so blended learning is something that I started doing in the diocese way back when, uh, before it was, I really think, a thing. Um, as I progressed in my career, I got partnered with a foundation who has uh, blessed many schools that I have worked with. Um, and when I went to St. Agnes, um, I brought the blended learning program with us, and this foundation um, had a partnership with LMU. And so they said, hey, you're doing a lot of great things here. Um, would you be willing to talk to LMU about the program that they have and see if it's something that would benefit your students and your teachers at St. Agnes? Um, and of course, because I believe in the power of community and partnerships, I absolutely said yes. Um, and then started the relationship with LMU. And um, LMU's blended learning program has been phenomenal because they create just what you talked about, collaboration. So um, it is monthly PDs, not just with our own teachers, but teachers, again, from around the country who are all learning the same topics, having some of the same struggles, um, and allowing us to really work through those together. Um, they have provided on-site professional development for us, came out and seen our school. Um, but really that network of blended learning schools has been such a great resource for us um, to, to really um, kind of shine a light on the things that we were already doing really, really well and help us see the things that we needed to improve upon. That's great. So I'm just, I'm thinking back, you said you were doing blended learning before it was a thing. And I, I think you and I went to the same conference, didn't we? Didn't we go to a blended learning conference way, way back um, in California many years ago? And we're really impressed by the things that we saw. We got to see it in action. Um, and that was an NCEA conference, I believe. Do you remember? Yes. It was like 2014, 2015. I'm not sure. I do. I think it was more like 2013. Okay. <laughs> which seems like a very a long, long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> yeah, very long time ago. In the world of technology, that is a very long time ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, we came back really inspired by the things that we saw. And, and yeah, you took it from there and you've been growing it ever since. So it, it, it's really cool. Like not just like the last few years or the last two schools you've been at, but this is something that really you've been working on for a long time. So uh, great to see it coming to fruition and that you're able to partner with that program at LMU. So very cool things that are happening in our Catholic higher ed partners. So I'm curious um, for all of the time that you've spent with um, people in different parts of the country through Boston College, University of Notre Dame, and Loyola Marymount. I'm just curious, um, can you think of a person or a couple of people who have been really inspirational to you or who have become really great professional mentors for you that you've met through one of these programs? 
Yeah, gosh, my, my life has been so blessed with people that I've been able to meet through this work. Um, but I would say for me, one of the first people that come to mind would be Father Joe Capora, who did um, start the Latino Enrollment Initiative and also created the school that I started at in Phoenix. Um, just somebody who believes in the mission of Catholic schools and has really taught me to be mission-driven. Um, and as he would say, really be this maniac on a mission um, and that everything we do is is for the students that we serve. And, and we do it in a very humble way. So um, he is someone who has devoted his life to Catholic education. And I think that that is somebody that has really guided me in my path um, along the way and somebody that I, I really kind of think about and say what are some things that I can pull from him um, to really add to my own life to better my students and, and my staff so I would definitely say him okay that's that is definitely a fair shout out <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's the, the way you talk about um, the, the partnerships that you have you you know you get to travel you spend a lot of time with PD you know it sounds like you must have you know a huge staff that you work with that that are able to handle the day-to-day -day things for you so that you can think about all of this higher level stuff so you know do you de describe you know the staff at your school and talk about all the resources you you have because it, it really sounds like you have all kinds of resources at your disposal is that the case <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm fighting back my laughter. Um, <laughs> uh, I know that is not the case, but um, how, so how do you balance all of this is the question, I guess. Yeah, well, I think when you are involved in things that you feel are very important and you see the impact that it makes on your students, there's nothing that you won't do to make time for it. So although I am busy traveling to PDs and leading PDs and having conversations with people across the country, um, all of this is helping the work that I do locally at my school. Um, I have trained my staff to be mission-driven so they know that if I'm gone at a conference um, for Boston College, it's because it's helping us reach our mission. And so they're very supportive. Um, we, we have an office of two, and one of them is me, so um, we are very light-handed and, and not, a lot of, not a lot of employees, but uh, amazingly hardworking people who believe in the importance of what we're doing. Well, yeah, I, I'm glad that you, you clarified that. that is, and that's such a, um, yeah, such a pointed way to put it, that when, when you know that it is the most important thing, then, then you make time for it, right? And when you see the impact on the students, that really is what it's all about. I, I know how hard you work, and I know all the crazy things that you do on your campus, um, so I just had to throw it out there as a joke, and it's okay to laugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Because honestly, Christina, I think around the country, there are probably more principals in your shoes, the ones that are, you know, that had to jump into the classrooms and, and teach during COVID when a teacher was out, the, the ones that are, you know, in there um, cleaning up the flood in the bathroom when something overflows. It, it, it happens all the time, and we can't always just get bogged down in uh, you know th those those emergencies that that do pop up every single day and the fires that we have to put out figuratively and literally, um, you know, at our schools sometimes. And um, I just think you you said that very well. So thank you for your dedication to um, all you do for Catholic education here in the diocese and throughout the country. 
Oh, well, thank you very much. It, it's an honor to do what I do, and, and truly it's, it's partners like NCA and so many others that, that make it all worthwhile, so thank you. Well, that is going to be a wrap for our NCEA podcast today. I want to thank my guest, Christine Tax, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it was great to talk to you. And thanks for taking time out of your summer and from your conference to uh, to speak with me. And thanks so much to all of our listeners and sponsors at NCEA. And I hope you tune in again next time. <laughs>